0: Alright, good morning everyone, welcome back. We are continuing here, coming to you live from the Somerton community, Kailul, of Somerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful Friday morning, continuing with Derech Hashem. We are um, maybe in Somerton, Philadelphia, but in, uh, 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 in another sense we are in the Eilem Han Hashemis right now. We are in the soul world. We've been there for a few paragraphs now, we're now going to roll up our sleeves and get... In earnest, into the Eulam yes, into the soul world, we are in the Chelek Perek, Gimel, Simen yud Alef. Aleph, Gimel, Yud-Aleph, and we're continuing directly from what we had two days ago, uh, the last time we got together for Derech Hashem, we said that, um, no, I'm sorry, let's correct that, we're in Aleph, Gimel, Yud-Beis, Aleph, Gimel, yud Alef we did last time, we're in Aleph, Gimel, Yud-Beis. And last time we had a lengthy paragraph that described that, that now that there's a necessity and a need to separate the neshama from the guf, the guf from the neshama, the guf has to be yanked away from the neshama, the neshama separate separated from the guf, until they can be reunited in Aylam Haba. So each of them has to go in the meantime to the places that's the most befitting, right, correct, and appropriate for it um, as we're abiding our time. The neshama, where does the guf go? The guf goes to the place that's appropriate for it. His job, his job is to decompose. His job is to decay. His job is to be destroyed. So we have to put the place that's going to be destroyed. But the right place, the appropriate place of the guf is to be put in the ground. And we gave a, uh, a whole uh, discourse on that last time, a discussion about why that is, why that's appropriate, why that's where the guf is supposed to go. El-Afer Atatoshuv, man made himself into a, pick, a piece, a shtick aired er, into a piece of dirt, a cloud of earth, he has to go back there. He's come full circle. We had that last time. The neshama, we saw, also has to go to the right place for the neshama as it is waiting during this transitional time. What's the right place for the neshama to go? To the Aylahan neshama this is the place that has been designated for the neshama. A place of ruchnias. There is no physicality there, only spirituality. And the neshama, as we saw, gets a taste, begins to get a taste of Olam Haba, a taste of, of the divine of the eternal reward of, of basking in the glow, the light, the aura, the presence of the divine gets a taste of this in Ailam Hanashamas. And that's what we had last time. So that's where the neshamas hanging at. But now we're gonna see, we're gonna continue and see there's a lot more as well going on in the Olam Hanashamas. And it's not just a waiting room. It's not just, uh, you know, a, um a lounge. The, the you know, the VIP club, the soul club, where it's waiting, because it got a VIP entrance, biding its time till, for the year 7,000, so we have the recreated world, and uh, the recreated gof It's much more than that, in, the, in other words, we're going to see that it serves a purpose in of itself. There's a purpose and a function in the Ailam HaNeshama's in of itself, in addition to the fact that the Neshama has to have a, a waiting room and a lounge, a place to hang out, that's doing more than that. And actually... Accomplishing several things all at the same time that all fit together in the whole system, the whole process of going from stage one to stage two, going from the island of Havodah to the island of Scar. So let's see that now. Yud base. Aleph Gimel Yud base. In addition to the fact that the island of Nishamas is the place for the Shamas to hang out, to lounge, to chill during this time, this interim time when they are waiting for the guf, when they are waiting to be reunited with a new guf, Yes, it's a place for them to linger and loiter. In the meantime, Hine, <laughs> nimsa There's actually a constructive purpose in of itself. And there's a, a, there is an objective in of itself in the oilam and shamas, And they are not just a, a, just a, a, a glorified waiting room, but they are purposeful. It is purposeful, the Eilam HaNeshamas, on its own right. L'mashit Tzarech Achakach B'zman It serves a purpose and something necessary for the Neshama itself regarding what the Neshama is going to be experiencing and be involved in after it moves on from the Eilam HaNashamas. In other words, it may be a, a, a transitory area, and a transitory period, but it's also a preparatory period. It's the Neshama getting prepared and primed for what's coming next. And this is something that can only happen in the Eilam HaNashamas, and this is what the Neshama gains in the Eilam HaNashamas. So what is that? What does the Neshama need in the Eilam HaNashamas for Eilam Haba to be ready for Eilam Haba that it can't get in this world, in Eilam that? After we have established that man, we people, Yidden, can only achieve true shlemus, true perfection, true dvegas al after death and recreation. Even though it's possible to earn shlemus in this world, and not only if it's possible, it's it's um, required. The only place you can earn Shlemus is in this world, as the Ramchal says, parenthetically. <coughs> says Ramchal parenthetically. Not not only it's possible to earn perfection and completion in this world; it's impossible to get perfection and completion outside of this world. You got to do it over here. What, what he is anticipating is. Um, All the shlemas, all the perfection and completion the person realizes and enjoys the benefits of in the next world is already accomplished over here. And that involves, as we've seen already so many times, making the neshama the captain of the boat, putting my soul in charge, letting my spirituality lead and guide me, and that strengthens the neshama, that reinforces the neshama, and that, that makes the neshama the leader, and that's making the neshama more and more and more like Hashem, when the neshama is the one that's in charge, that one bit at a time, one step at a time, every time I make a correct decision, I make the right decision, every time I decide to make my guf subordinate to the neshama, I decide to put the soul over matters of the body, I put the spirit over matters of the physicality, I am making myself more and more and more like Hashem. And that is what's done over the course of an entire lifetime in this world. It can only be done in this world. Yet, yet, none of that can be, can be, none of the benefits can be enjoyed yet in this world, in this lifetime. Because the gof, as we said, is a gof that is, uh, the way, we, as we've been explaining it, why, why, you know, don't I feel that right now? Why can't I get that right now? Why, why, why am I not there right now? Why am I not in Eilam Haba right now? You know, if it's true, this is what Ramchal is bavorning over here, if it's true, that all the shleimus I have right here, right now, and I'm making myself shalim right here, right now. I make myself perfect right here, right now. And the dveikas nanam haba is all about me enjoying that. So why is it not right here, right now? The teret says the guf is in the way. The guf is in the way. We've seen that many times already. As as much as I make my guf subordinate to the neshama, as much as I make my guf a kli, just that surrounds my neshama, as as much as I make my neshama the ikr and the guf the tafel, at the end of the day, I still am in possession of a guf that is diametrically in opposition to Hashem as much as it's not in charge and it's not in control. It still is very much contradictory to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence and the fact that it could do Averis. It, on its own, it wants to do Averis. On its own, it wants to sink. It's not the guf of Adam Rishon, which was barely there. It's a guf which is very much here, even if it is deactivated, let's say. Even if it is inactive, even if it's dormant, but it's there. It's there. It's a it's a, a, a clod of earth, and it's there, and the clods of earth are contradictory to That's why I don't have it right here, right now. However, says the Ramchal, Oid Nimshach Hazais. This notion that in this world, again, we can't enjoy and Antikun, because the guf is in the way, has collateral effects as well. It spills over to the Neshama. It actually brings the neshama down, and, and and we're going to see inside now. This is this is a a, a principle that we already discussed. We've, we've already used this as we've been journeying here through Derech Hashem. Now you're going to see the Ramchal spell it out for us. <laughs> the neshama, as long as it is fused and cemented to this guf, in this world, in this existence, a world that what that raz davok that Ra is a internalized and legitimate part of the Guf and and, and and the world itself, but specifically the goof She Fshiji part of the and the neshama cannot cannot sever itself from the Guf. The neshama, you know, it's like Gzair sakasev, and the Ramchal keeps saying the lashon gozar. It really is It's a it's a it's a divine decree that the neshama is cemented and fused... Inseparably to the guf, until it's time for it to go. Um, but it, it, it's a, it's a it's a divine decree because really they are polar opposites. The neshama is something that's godly. The neshama is something that, on its own, is in line with Hashem. The guf is something from the from the chait of Adam and onwards, from, from post chait uh, creation. The guf is something which sinks and falls far away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Nevertheless, there is a divine decree that somehow these two are fused together, somehow they function as one. and Somehow they are intertwined and inextricably linked. And so, so long as we are here in this 120 year existence, that the neshama is fused to the guf, and look at this interesting line that he says. The neshama is fused to a guf, shara boy a guf, which is ra, ra again, just doesn't mean evil, doesn't mean bad, just means separate from Hashem. She, she pardon me, gamri, the neshama is an existence connected to the guf, that it's impossible to separate itself from the gof Legamri. Entirely. 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 can't entirely get away from the Guth. Very meduik in the Ramchal over here that there are maybe times and circumstances where the Neshama can have a degree of separation from the Goth. Very meduik there. Legamri. Part of the Gzeys cause of this world is the Neshama can never fully leave the Goth. But it, it's clear that it could partially leave the, the Goth. What's he talking about? So my two things talking about sleep. And when we go to sleep, there's a partial departure of the neshama from the gulf. That's what happens every night when we go to sleep. Shechazart to be neshmasi kamo amunasecha. Right. So there's a partial departure, not a full departure. We say shechazart to be neshmasi means the degree that neshama left, Hashem sent it back. But never a full departure. Um, the other instance where the Neshama can have a partial departure from the Gulf is, of course, Navua, which is also going to be coming up in Der Hashem. Prophecy. Prophecy is a partial departure of the Neshama from the Gulf. But even, nevuah is only partial. The Neshama never leaves the Gulf Lagamri Because if the Neshama leaves the Goph lagamri then person dies. And, the, and then, the prophecy is over, a lot of other things are over too. And you can't come back anymore. You need to of What? Tainus. Separating the neshama from the guf? More religiously disregarding the guf. Though. Yeah, it's, more, it's being machlesh the guf. Being machlesh the guf is not the same thing as, as separating the neshama from the guf. What, what the tainus is, 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 is avoida. Tainus is making the, the, the guf more subordinate to the neshama. Being machazik the neshama and being machlesh the guf. But it's not, it's not a siluk. It's not a siluk of the neshama from the guf. Um, yeah. So... Um, Sakopanim, the neshama can never fully get away from the gof, And, as a result, the neshama also gets affected. That affects the neshama. Tiagami chashucha va'amuma. The neshama, being that the soul cannot fully leave the gof, the neshama itself, the soul itself is chashucha va'amuma. Is darkened and clouded. It's, it's darkened and, um, flickering. And, and all the meshalem, the, the Ramchal is going to give us <clears throat> all the examples, the analogies. The Ramchal is always going to be speaking when he talks about the relationship of the Guth and the Neshama, how the Guth affects the Neshama, how the Neshama is brought down by the Guth, and what the Neshama is waiting for. It, it's always going to be, um, we'll see, interestingly, in terms of light and darkness, <clears throat> which is really what it is all about. I mean, it's an analogy, but it's also the Mitzis. The Neshama, you know, we talk about HaKadosh Baruch, the best terms we have of describing the essence of the is always light. It's always, or, um, It's as ethereal and intangible as possible. It's as pure as possible. um, It's always the terminology that we use. The neshama, in its essence, is also um, a shtick or, is is, is its own, uh, you know, on on its level, in a more minor way, um, something which is, in essence, or light, pure, removed. Intangible, but that light can be darkened. It can be, it can be darkened and it can be dimmed. The neshama, by virtue of the fact that the neshama is cemented to the gulf that darkens and dims the neshama itself. Even though it's true, during 120 years of Avodah, 120 years of Shvitz, 120 years of, 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 of labor, and I'm mail over here, of, of, of using Bechir properly, <clears throat> the Neshama is getting more and more complete, completion, more and more perfection, <clears throat> excuse me, more and more Shleimos. <clears throat> that is all potential. And none of that is apparent, none of that is visible, none of that shows up in the Neshama in, in, in actuality yet, in reality. <clears throat> it's all there in terms of the Neshama's potential. <speaking in Hebrew> the Neshama itself is, is not uh, able to shine and to experience the purity of where it really is in spite of the fact that it's really there. Kephi <speaking in Hebrew> It's unable to, even on its own, you know, even in the Rechow, you know, speaking about the Neshama, is, 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 um, everyone's Neshama is a, um, is a complex thing. The Neshama is not just like a, a ball of light, or a cone of light, or a ray of light, or a beam of light. <clears throat> the Neshama has parts, the Neshama has components, the Neshama has madrigus, the neshama has different 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 areas of a neshama, just like a body has different parts of a body, neshama has different parts of a neshama. What I'm saying is that the entirety of that neshama, as much as it has an ability to <clears throat> shine and be pure and be so close to Hashem, <clears throat> it's held back from that. Ela <clears> hakol <throat> The neshama is being suppressed and is, is being held back and 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 and, and, and being um, diminished, diminished by virtue of the fact that it is still connected to a neshama. <laughs> this diminishment is not a prime fault within the neshama, because the neshama again has grown and gained tremendously. Our nishama is, is ready for tvekas. The diminishment and the dimness of the neshama has to do, just from the very fact that it is connected to a guf. <coughs> the neshama is held hostage, one could say, by the guf, on on two levels. The first is what we just saw, that just, the in fact that it is a, a partner, mishaber, to something that is, that is, a, that is contradictory, that itself brings down the neshama. That itself doesn't allow the neshama. How can something um, radiates when, and, 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 and that, that radiating factor, that radiating effect, is the fact that it's like Hashem, but it's not like Hashem. Why are you not like Hashem? You are like Hashem, no, you're not like Hashem due to the fact that you're associated with something that's not like Hashem. So the association is also a pigamba, the Neshama. The association also brings down the Neshama. There is a second level to this as well that brings the Neshama down and doesn't allow that potential to become actualized. We'll see that in a moment. One second. The neshama itself is losing out. I'm sorry. The goof itself, even though the Gof is responsible for bringing the neshama down, because the goof is that piece of of, of, of of which is which is uh, associated with the neshama, but the goof itself loses out as a result of the fact that it brings the neshama down. The guff, by virtue of the fact that drags in the neshama, the neshama now drags down the guff. The neshama can't give over to the guff with the neshama is capable of giving the Gulf. What the are saying is that even with this idea that we can't achieve, achieve true shlamas in this world, um, <clears throat> and true uh, tikkun, we can't, we can never because of the guff. But if, that, if we would somehow be connected to a neshama which wasn't being brought down by the guff, then our goofs would still experience a degree, <coughs> excuse me, a degree of purification beyond what we have now. They would not be able, to be, they would not be roi for oilam haba for tikkun and shlemus for full tikkun and full shlemus. But we would have a higher goof, a better goof. We would have a goof that that, that wouldn't be as interested in chait, wouldn't be as interested in, in gashmis and physicality, if we would be mechuber to a neshama that was able to do more to the goof. But the mice, the whole thing is a catch twenty-two. The guf, can't, the, the, the guf, being that the guf starts off as a, a shtick aired, something that sinks, that diminishes necessarily the neshama, which is associated to that guf. The neshama can't do anything to the guf. Can't do anything to the guf which is capable of. Neshama cannot affect the guf, because the neshama is brought down by the guf. The neshama would be able to affect the guf. The guf would be higher, and the, neshama wouldn't, be able to bring, the wouldn't be able to bring the neshama down. But, again, the whole thing is this vicious cycle, which starts with the guf being the guf that's post chait. Okay, said um, us, the Neshama is also losing out. Sheikh Vushaba says the Rabcha, it's not just about the Goph losing out the Goph not being able to receive the His the and the iris from the Neshama. The Neshama itself, its ore is diminished. It's unable to expand its iris, unable to give over. It's, 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 so these concepts, you know, we can use terms of potential, actualized, diminishment of ore, dimming of ore, and expansion of ore. It's, 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 we can use terms, it's hard to conceptualize these things, visualize these things, we don't know what a neshama looks like, we're not, it's an existence, if it's beyond their comprehension, and it's an existence which approaches an existence of Elam but it is important to remember that it is a be'etzim. there's something be'etzim lacking with the neshama, not just that, you know, the neshama really has all that purity, it, it, it just, it, it just can't do anything with it right now. Um, <clears throat> the bottom line is, a neshama, that is associated with Gashmias, is a compromised Neshama. And that, it's a lowered Neshama. It's a Neshama which has been da- downgraded. And that downgrading effect doesn't uh, affect the potential that's still there within the Neshama. It has tremendous dveikus um, with HaKadosh Baruch that it has already acquired. That's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere, but the neshama has many, many properties to it. One property is, how much were you put in charge? Great, it was mamish put in charge. But on the other hand, how much are you able to experience the fact that you were put in charge? How much are you able to really activate that? From that angle, that's a property the neshama has which is highly, highly compromised right now. But here, here we have now the second area where the neshama's existence is compromised. And this also we've mentioned. Here we see the Ramchal spelling it out. Let's see. ilu. Right, right, furthermore, the second reason for the diminishment of the neshama, so long as a person is still living in this world till 120, The second diminishment of the neshama is that the neshama is unable to do what it's built to do. The neshama is unable to really achieve its tachlis. It's unable to do what the neshama wants to do, what the neshama is capable of doing. It's unable to as long as it's cemented to the guf. And what is that? She dikuch ha-guf. The neshama's purpose, the neshama's goal, the neshama's mission is to purify the guf, is to be mashpi on the guf, is to raise the gulf, which is what was going to happen to Adam Rishon right before the chayt. From the neshama to take the guf and soar upwards with the guf and purify the guf, let the guf be a guf that can benefit from Hashem. That's what the neshama is built to do, that's what it wants to do, that's what it's waiting to do. And when it can't do that, that in of itself is a diminishment of the neshama that diminishes the neshama. That's again a compromised neshama. V'ilu hoisa, if the neshama would be able to give over to the guf, listen, is the half the idea over here, the neshama would be able to raise the guf, and be metar the guf, be mezachach the guf, hoisa mish talemus that would be weiter, further perfection, further tikun and further shlemus for the neshama itself. That would bring the Neshama even closer to Shleimus. If the Neshama could purify the Guth. Just for the, by virtue of the fact that the Neshama being able to give. The highest form of Shleimus, says the Ramchal, for life. the highest form of Shleimus, is being able to give over to something else. Being able to be Metev. And that makes perfect sense, because that's the Rebani shalom himself. HaKadosh Baruch is a toivu Baruch is the bastion of perfection, the epitome of, of shlemus, of, of completeness. And HaKadosh Baruch is all about being native. The nishama wants to be matev The neshama wants to be able to take all that potential that we earned. All that lights, all the lichtekite, all the purity, and purify the guf, raise the guf, so the guf can also enjoy it. And when the neshama is unable to, because the neshama is diminished, because it's connected to a guf that is distance from Hashem, and now the Neshama, due to the neshama, due to being connected with the Guth, cannot turn around now, and be metahed the Guth, that viter diminishes the Neshama, that brings the Neshama down. So what's the saying in Lambdas? What's he saying in Lambdas? Yeah, I remember when I was in the mirror, in my early years in the mirror, when I was a bachar, in fact. There was a... Um, one of the Bacharim, very special person, special Yid, very sensitive, caring fellow. Um, he was going around one day. He was a good kid, special, sensitive, really, uh, you know, someone precocious, uh, ahead of his years, you know, more sensitive than than his age, than his years. And he was going around canvassing the, you know, the Oyelim going around to all the Bacharim nightsader. He was pointed to some. There was a young man sitting in the back of the base medrash. Sitting and learning all by himself. And uh his own corner. Nobody else sitting too close to him. And he was telling everyone very excitedly, he said, This guy, this this average this younger man, you know, he just he just came here from America, he's been married a few years, he's learning the Mir now. He knows Nushum Nazikin cult, backwards and forwards. He spent a few he spent a number of years on Noshum Nazikin. He knows with with all the raid, with all the Taira with all the you know Taira from the Akhrainam the Rishainam the he mamish has Nashon, as he can call it. I spoke to him once in learning and I saw his face Mamish light up and uh, and 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 uh, we got to do something for this guy we got to put a habura together for him we have to you know give him something I see he's sitting and learning all by himself he has so much to give over so much to to, to say so much to to share and there's probably just one time that I had speaking learning with him I saw I was it was it was it was a it was, it was a, it was a, it was a you know, meshev nefesh for him was a. It was a tchias Let's put a Khabur together. So he has an opportunity to say Chaburs. and he tried. It worked for I don't know a few weeks, but like, you know, um, these things come and go, kind of petered out. And um, this bach again was a very special bacher, uh, kind of chap things, that um, you know bachim don't ordinarily normally chap. But what was the word of that, you know, and, and for a few weeks this guy was very, very happy, very zufrieden. And then again, this chabura kind of went the way of, of uh, all such chaburas that are put together with excitement. They end up, uh, getting unraveled with, not excitement, but through neglect, through, okay, it was fun, it was exciting, but, the end of the day it wasn't something that just like worked into everyone's schedules, and everyone had their magachir ready. They had their idlem, they had their chavrusas, they had their whatevers. The difference between this younger man, you know, when he had a khabur and when he didn't, is a fundamental difference, a, a, a qualitative difference. Um, when someone has a lot to give, a lot to say over, a lot to share and he is unable to, the correct take on that is not, um, okay, you know, it's just Chaval. He doesn't have an audience. He doesn't have an audience. And uh, Chaval, people aren't benefiting from it. Chaval, people aren't uh, able to gain. He has so much to share. It's too bad. Th- that's not what's going on at all. What's going on is, you have a, a Yid with a compromised existence. He has a compromised existence. He has so much to give. If he's unable to give it, He's in a situation where he doesn't have an opportunity, doesn't have that venue, doesn't have that platform to give everything that everything that he's capable of giving, that diminishes him. There's a diminishment. He's compromised. And the people that were there, I mean you could see, you know, it was a change in his existence, a change in his mahus, a change in his whole nature from, you know, before the Khaburah to during the Khaburah to after the Khabura. That's what's going on with the neshama. That's the second point that Ram Ramchal is making over here. That, that it's not just, okay, chaval, the guv can't benefit from the neshama, chaval. And it's not just that the, 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 the neshama is dimmed and diminished from the fact that it's associated with the guv. That's the first half. The second half is a neshama that can't give according to the level that it's capable of giving, that it's cut out to give, that it's designed to give, that it wants to give, is a diminishment of the neshama itself. That's a compromised existence. That's a vital property of the Nisham. That's a property, a basic property of every human being. The mother calf always wants to nurse more than the baby, the mother cow. More than the calf wants to nurse, the mother cow wants to provide milk, wants to, wants to nurse the calf. As the cow that can't give to the calf is a diminished cow. A Diminished cow. That would be a good title for today's year, The Diminished Cow. I'll definitely get people to listen to it. But anyway, so, but, but, uh, it's a diminishment in, 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 in we see this, So that carries over to, uh, to our reality also, you know, even without getting into the goof and the shamba When a person has what to give, it's lilmbaidul lambed, is not just a, a goal, is not just a, you know, something to shoot for, it's a definition of, um, of of, uh, of 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 uh, of life, so that's the point that Ramchal is making over here, um, is that um, the very fat that the neshama can't give is a diminishment qualitatively to the neshama, and that vita goes back and affects the goof again. Because the goof by diminishing the neshama, by, by making the neshama unable to give to the guff, the, the goof fight to lose that because I'm not letting you give me. I'm not letting you give over to me. So I lose that. It's like I'm hooked up with the best chavrus in town. But I'm the biggest shmuz, I'm the biggest batlan. I'm the biggest batlan. So they put me together with my, the best guy in Yeshiva. But if I don't let him learn, I'm holding him back because he can't teach, and I'm losing that because I'm not letting him teach me. That's exactly what's happening here. Okay? And when the best guy in Yeshiva can't teach, that diminishes him. He's compromised. He's not unable to be fully active. He's not fully alive. Yes. Um, <speaking in Hebrew> that which the Neshama is held back from giving up to the Gulf is what it's built for. That's what it's supposed to do. <speaking in Hebrew> that the Neshama was created to give, to raise the Guf, to be mezachik the Guf. Everything in creation achieves its shlemus when it's able to achieve what it was created for. And when a, something is unable to do what, it's cut out, what, it's, what it was created to do, then it is lacking shleimus. When the neshama parts the guf and goes to the oylem ha he knows, and now we're getting back to the oylem ha why we need the oylem ha the purpose that what the Neshama is served in the Olam HaNeshama is not just a waiting room. We're coming full circle now. Not just a place to hang out. It's a place for the Neshama to to slowly and finally begin to go from potential to actual. It's no longer suppressed by the gup, It's no, no longer held back by the Goph. It begins to achieve the, that light that it really has earned kifima shroylo afima aso vamesh imase gashom kozman hayis sham to the degree that the nashama is reinforced and actualized and illuminated for the period of time this in ilamana sham is mishasak gas mishanish khalsha ba gust gets that that it's it, it, it's 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 um revived and and strengthened in the areas that it was weakened and diminished by the guf, and it's now getting prepared and primed and ready for what it needs to do in Olam <laughs> ha To the point that when it is returned to the new guf in Olam <laughs> ha we'll be able to give over to the guf what it is capable of, what it's built for, which is the purification and the illumination which we have mentioned. Okay, this is the end of Yud Beis. We're up to Yud Giba, which is the final paragraph in the perech, which we're not going to do this week. We're going to have to carry that over to the next week, to Hanukkah. Um, we will be having shir next week. We'll continue through the week of Hanukkah, Here, then, the final paragraph, the Rechal is going to give it, you know, in a, a very, very structured way. What exactly that looks like in the Eilam Neshamas, the Neshamas starts to, to be unleashed and unlocked and released and how that carries over into the guf, Habah, in Adam Haba, in the reunion, but now we get a taste of where he's going, we get a sense of where he's going, that first and foremost, there is a purpose in the island of Shabbos for the neshama itself, and the neshama is now finally able to be what it, all that it can be, sort of, because it's not being held back by the guf right now. That's right. Okay, um, excellent, we'll stop over here, everyone have a wonderful Shabbos, and Hashem will get back together after Shabbos.